the views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host, guest, random reptoid, or chupacabra may not necessarily reflect those of AM950 Radio, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Now, it's time to step into the unknown. There are things people experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in the corner, flickering of the lights, a disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us, share your story, share your experience, because this isn't just your story, this is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. And this is Ghost Box Radio on AM 950, where every night we talk about the paranormal, ufology, Bigfoot, and so much more. My name is Greg Bakken, and thank you very much for joining me tonight. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend as we are uh, now into, what is this, the... Is this the second, third week of February? I don't even know anymore. Uh, you know, and you can't, I can't use the excuse of like, well, it's, you know, it's, it's really, it's really tough because it's, you know, it's, it's so wintry and it's so horrible because it, uh, it's, it is just kind of what it is. It's, it's very nice and it's, it's, it's good. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but, uh, nevertheless, uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that it's good audio. It's good. It's a good night. Um, I'm, if you're hearing double audio, I do apologize for that. Um, because, uh, I, we're just trying to, we're trying to figure out this home situation here. And tonight was a little bit more uh, rambunctious. So hopefully, and I'm getting some texts about it. So hopefully it's nothing too bad. Uh, but, uh, cause tonight I want to be able to, uh, kind of share some of my experiences, uh, with uh, with with Sasquatch, I guess, and I want to talk with you about some of your experiences that you have put on the uh, on my Facebook page today. Because I did ask that question earlier today of very simply, what is it that uh, what is it that uh, you've experienced? Do you think that uh, Bigfoot is uh, is is like some physical species? Do you think that they're interdimensional? Those are the questions that um, I uh, wanted to ask tonight. And it's once again, folks, this is one of those situations that it's highly personal, isn't it? It's a very personal uh, experience of how you feel about that situation, how you feel about, uh, you know, if you've seen a Sasquatch, Bigfoot, whatever you'd like to call them. Because don't forget, this is a safe place. If you want to share something with me, put it into the comments. At the end of the day, all I want is people feeling like that they can say whatever they want and that they could, it could be a very uh, safe uh, situation. And that's really what uh, I, I just want to make sure that, uh, that uh, you get here. So um, I just, uh, I'm just going to do a quick text because we're trying to figure out some technical thing and make sure that things are better. And uh, I do apologize for that. You know, that's the cool thing about this, though, is that I have the opportunity and the people at AM 950 have been working with me to try to figure out a way to make it so I don't have to come into the station so often. And uh, it looks like that we fixed it. So once again, folks, I do apologize if you are hearing double audio. Um, but uh, this is this is uh, just, uh, you know, trying to figure it all out. Just kind of like Bigfoot in a way, you know, we're just kind of figuring out what's happening there as well. Before we get started, though, I, I do want to I do want to say something, and that's um, 
a friend of mine, uh, John Yost, uh, had passed away today. And uh, some of you may know John as a filmmaker. He uh, he did a uh, uh, he did a documentary on his experience for uh, being abducted by aliens. And we actually talked with him just a little under a year ago. We had a very special a very special episode of Ghostbox Radio. We called it After Dark, and it was one of those things that I wanted to do like once a quarter, a Saturday night for a couple hours and do this after dark thing. And then literally the weekend before I was going to do this, uh, the folks at AM 950 asked if I wanted to do uh, this show on a nightly basis. So that kind of negated that in a good way. But we did do the one and we had uh, a few people on and John was kind enough to be a part of that as well. And so... We ended up um, having this conversation, doing this wonderful, I mean, he's just, he was so kind and he was so good about anything that we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, how we wanted to go about it. And uh, it wasn't about, I mean, maybe a couple weeks, but a month later, uh, he revealed this, um, I can't remember off the top of my head, it was pancreatic, some kind of, you know, cancer. And it was it's some experimental uh, work that they needed done and that they needed to uh, do some uh, very expensive work because nothing is cheap when it comes to medical, is it? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. And I mean, not sorry for him, sorry for us. And I'm sorry that I have to bring that into a show like this, but it's just very frustrating that seeing someone that good and having such a positive attitude but I saw he would go to his friends and basically be, is there any way that you can help me raise this money? He wasn't saying, do you have the money? He's like, can you help me raise it? And I, it's, it will always strike me as, um, I guess, very sad commentary, quite frankly, beyond what we are talking about here. Just sad commentary about the fact that someone has to beg to make the money to have the uh the treatment that they need to survive it's like the it's like that very frightening question of you know how, what is a life worth and that's you know i i don't want to get all sad about it because that's not what john, what john was all about but it's it was just truly one of those things that uh it's it's just really upsetting uh that that he wasn't able to make it and uh was somebody who had always such a great positive view on life. He would send me notes of just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I think I'm doing better. I think things are going my way. And then uh, just not being uh, the case for it, and, and unfortunately. Uh, but what a, what a life. What a good person. Uh, he leaves behind a strong family. And I just wanted to take a moment to, uh, to note his passing and just to say, John, I really appreciated everything that you've done for us. And uh, down the line, uh, we'll pull out those. It was a two-hour show that we did, uh, which I think was April of 2023. And we'll pull those out at some point, and we will we will replay them over like a couple nights or something. It was very good. I just got to make sure everybody else who was on it are okay with it being played, or I'll just cut down his his comments. His story was incredible. And uh, it's just somebody who has a lot of... Uh, you know, a zest for life. And if there's one thing that this does for me personally is to remind myself 
you know, enjoy it, right? And take advantage of it. Don't, don't be, you know, a, a slug on the, uh, uh, a slug on the, uh, the couch, you know, just really enjoy life the best that you can. And, you know, maybe it also means enjoy life the way you want to. Maybe you want to be a slug on the couch. And I, I mean this completely honestly. I think maybe the, 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 the lesson here isn't so much like make the most of it and, and have this incredible life. You can do that, but on your terms, that you can do the life that you want and not be ashamed or not be worried about what other people think about it, that you just enjoy what you have so that when you come to the end, you'd be like, this is how I wanted to do it. Whether I was climbing mountains or if I'm just sitting watching some of my favorite television show, but I was happy about it, then maybe that was, that's what it's all about. So, you know, <laughs> far be it from me to be able to tell, to tell anybody how to live their lives. I hope you understand that. It's more of uh, the fact that this, uh, this person just is, he just, he never gave up. John never gave up. He was always, uh, at least outwardly, very positive. Uh, I, I felt like he's always been at peace um, and uh, with, with what was going on. But, you know, it just, it's, it's unfortunate. And I understand, you know, it's not like, it, I, I don't even know the right answer for this in terms of how people pay for their treatment, how people pay to to live and if it's experimental or whatever how people are able to um just be able to to make it work and you know it's like you 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 do all this work you pay for it so if you if you survive that means that you have this huge bill afterwards it's just there's something kind of messed up about it so anyway i don't mean to get too far off of that i do apologize it's just his uh, passing today was was uh, we I I think we all knew it was coming, but it was very shocking. So with that being said, uh, John, you know you're always in in my thoughts, uh, and it was it was a true honor uh, to be able to uh, to know you briefly. We only knew each other for about a year, but uh, it was it was quite it was quite uh, a nice uh, friendship that we all had. So just wanted to. Uh, uh, throw that out there. Uh, like I said, we are talking about uh, Sasquatch tonight. We are talking about uh, what people feel about this this beast, this animal, this interdimensional being. And that was the question I asked tonight is, uh, if you believe in a creature like Bigfoot, do you think it's a race of animals or an interdimensional being? And the second part, have you seen a Bigfoot in person? Please share your thoughts. I will read answers on tonight's show. And we got a number of people who uh, took part in this today. And one of the things I also want to do is I want to be able to share my experience. Now, I've talked about it before. I've had a number of people reach out to me today and said, can you say it again, please? Can you tell us your experience again? Because I'm going to be very honest. And once again, this is it's not easy I think in a, for a lot of us to say what we think um, about Sasquatch, what we think about Bigfoot, you know, in terms of what our thoughts are, because first of all, I have a lot of friends who believe that um, that these these are creatures, that these are animals, and I have a lot of friends who believe that they are interdimensional beings. And what does that mean? It means that they exist out of our existence, that they 
can they can appear wherever they want. That there is more to them than just uh, hiding in the woods when when the humans come walking by. And I'm going to be very honest and say that's where I land in my belief system of how uh, what the existence of Bigfoot and and I, my story and the story I shared this experience I shared with other people is something that I think that you would all be able to kind of understand once I say, now here's the deal, folks. Whatever I say tonight, I'm not here to convert you. I'm not here to say that this is what it is. And if any of you believe that uh, that this uh, creature is an animal, and I think even a creature is, is, is not the right term either, that's, it's not my place to try to get you to think differently about it. Only if you want to. I'm not going to uh, say that it's... Um, I'm not going to say one way or the other because that's just not fair. And uh, I don't, I don't, uh, don't want to do that. That's not what this program's about either, to, to try to bully people into thinking one way or the other. I'll tell you my story. I'm going to read what other people have to say. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. You know, why don't we read uh, some here real fast? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, like, for example, Bobby wrote in. He said, I believe that Sasquatch does exist. It's a race of highly intelligent primates, probably somewhere between gorillas and humans. They would have evolved with intelligence adequate enough to evade man, taking refuge in our protected national forest and most likely living in cave or, ca or cavern system. Now, there's, you know, that, that, seems, that seems very uh, likely, too. You know, I, I don't I don't seem to have a problem with that. The, I think the thing with all this is that um, when I say interdimensional, to me that helps explain at least why they are not visible all the time. Like they're able to go wherever they want. What, uh, you know, another part of it too is, which I find very interesting, is that, there, you know, you have the... And I've seen it, and, I, and you know, I don't know if I can get this all set up. Maybe I'll try this during the break. One of the places that I've been to, seeing trees bent together. And at first I thought that meant to bent together to form shelter. Uh, the people I was with, uh, interestingly enough, a gentleman by the name of Greg Yost, no relation to John, um, he, he says that that's more of a way to tell other uh, beings that this is an area that humans travel through. So it's, it's something that, you know, it's, it's just really interesting how that, you know, how it works. And if I can, maybe I'll see if I can get the, I don't think I'll have time to get it on the stream yard to show you the pictures. I really should have thought of that. I mean, the pictures of the trees being bent, I've never seen anything like it. Because, you know, when you push trees over, generally they'll, they'll break. Uh, but uh, there is there the, these actually curve, and it was done recently because the leaves were st are still alive on uh, the uh, the tree. So there's a lot there to say. So let's see here. We got through uh, some technical difficulties at the start. So thank you very much. I also want to do a shout out to Brett, who is on his vacation, and I had to bother him. Uh, but he was very kind to uh, help me out, and he's always very kind. Everyone at the station is. And um, when we come back, 
we're going to get to these uh, these messages that my uh, that you know listeners have given their opinion on it. But before that, I'm going to tell you my experience. And if you've listened to it before, uh, please uh, indulge me to say it again. And uh, we will uh, definitely uh, get it and, and listen to it. And maybe you all have some thoughts on it itself. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to do what I just said. It's going to be a great show. Want to get your reactions as well. Put your comments in the comments section. There's a lot to talk about. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And welcome back to uh, Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. My name is Greg Bach, and thank you very much for joining us on this Monday evening. Uh, we are talking about Sasquatch, Bigfoot. We're talking about our opinions on it. There are no wrong opinions on this, okay? I, I truly believe that. Once again, I say that this is a safe place for people to want to share their experiences here. Uh, Chuck says in the comments... I believe that there's always something unexplainable about Bigfoot. There very well could be a place where they're able to hide out and be hidden. So uh, that's uh, really, uh, that's, I mean, I, I think that's very true. I think that's very, very possible. You know, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about my experience. And once again, I know a number of you have heard this before, but I, I feel like that this is a good time to uh, talk about it again. And... Uh, <clears throat> I've never gone what we call squatching before in my life. I've never done anything like that. I have never, uh, I, I've, I've always wanted to, but I always thought that to do so, you'd have to go deep into the woods and, you know, that's just not really my thing. Um, ticks and stuff like that. And, you know, I just, I didn't really know what to think about it, but uh, we've talked about this trip that, uh, uh I went to uh, Char Savoy, who you might recognize from such radio programs as this one. Uh, she and I and uh, her wife, and uh, uh, we went down to uh, West Point, Kentucky, where Denise and Ernie Pack, you might recognize Ernie as uh, being someone who's on the show way too often. We're trying to put a stop to that. And uh, so <laughs> we end up, first of all, their house is... Um, from the 1800s it's 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 legit haunted it's it's fantastic it's beautiful uh there's there's a lot of history there uh it's it's fantastic and up the road which is what they're kind of working at there uh in terms of of uh haunted location we talked about this before an earthen fort and for those of you who uh, may not be familiar, Earthen Fort is exactly what it sounds like it's a fort that was this one was used in the civil war and it was built up to be about 17 foot tall, the walls, and it was all made up of, from the earth. There isn't like, it's not stone, it's not, you know, wood or whatever else. It's, it's, it's the earth moved to create these walls. And then around the walls, there are some areas of some buildings and stuff, but that is really about it. And... um so we we get there and and imagine getting there and you have to go up a, a a big hill to get to the fort. Now this is a fort that's not seen battle. It never saw battle during the Civil War. And you have to go up this this hill to get to uh, the fort. And uh, imagine a, a horseshoe, if you will. 
that you get up to the fort and then you it's a curvature to the left and there's a whole other area that is like a memorial and uh, where there isn't any bodies buried at the memorial, but there are stones recognizing certain people. And uh, then there is a kind of a, a gradient hill sloping downward uh, and it opens up into another like sort of a small area. Clear night, lots of moonshine, okay? And we're, we, we start on this memorial side, and we're, we're hanging around. We're kind of seeing what's going on. And, you know, the one thing that and one thing I was going to talk about tonight, because uh, my guest had canceled on me for tonight, uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about also is intention setting. Now, we talked about that a little bit with Brianna last week. But, I, you know, I think that when you want something, you really do have to set the intention. I think that's the way it works anyway in life, regardless of what it is, regardless if it's paranormal or what, right? You have to have that intention. So there's a bunch of us, you know, I, there's, uh, you know, Denise and, and Ernie, Char, myself, and Char's wife, and, uh, you know, at least four of us are setting the intention that we want to, uh, that we want to, uh, to see something, to see it. And as Todd says, Todd Gatewood says, put it in the universe totally, 100%, absolutely. And, and don't be afraid to do so, folks. You know, I've learned that over, my, over the time because I'm very timid at times. So it's like, well, that seems greedy to want something, and, but just do it, okay? Anyway, we're, we're setting this intention. And uh, we're, we're looking down three three, four of us are looking down that slope I'm talking about. We're over by a little bit past the monuments, but the, there's still a lot of sloping and this open area that's just lit by, uh, just lit by moonlight. And we're just watching. We're just, no one's saying a word. We're just looking. We're watching. And all of a sudden... This incredibly tall, hairy figure just walks out of the woods. Walks out of the woods in front of us, I don't know how many yards away, and all of us at once, not looking at each other, we all independently point down there. And we're just like, look at that, you know. There it was. And, uh, you know, I just remember very vividly the moonshine on his fur, making him look kind of grayish blue, right? And uh, I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And I couldn't believe what I was seeing, but there was three other people who were there pointing the same way I'm pointing. People like Ernie and Denise who have had their fair share of paranormal activity and they are just as excited as Shar and myself. And we are there. And this, this being is just down there. Folks, I don't know. I don't remember what happens like immediately after that in terms of did he walk back into the woods? Did he? Uh, did, I, I don't remember. And, and they might remember. I just don't remember what happened to him. It's not like I blacked out. I just don't remember that part. I'm not going to make something up. Like, then he turned around and walked away. I don't remember what happened. But Denise, she's just like, runs down there. <laughs> she just runs down there, right? 
And so uh, we're all following because it's like I could be frightened of this, but this is amazing, and I'm going to follow Denise. And we all did. We all went down there, and there was nothing, nothing else there. Now, how many of you, like, I, I see Todd on here. I know Todd will know. I, if Jeremy's still here, I know that he will know. I'm talking about people on the, on the chat. We all, those who know what eyeshine is. So eyeshine is like lights in the woods that are these, these, these beings, then they're watching you. And you might be like, well, how, how do you know it's not like a, a lightning bug or something like that? And that's a very fair, fair thing to say. You can't, you also can't, you can't uh, prescribe it to like how, you know, if you shine a light towards a cat and they have that kind of prism reflection in their eyes that, that make it look to be a different color or light up. It's not the same as that. The, these light eyes light up. Okay. And they light up in different colors. Okay. We'll get more to that in a, in a little bit here. But the thing is, we go down to this area and, uh, you know, we don't know. We can't, can't see anyone. It's super bright. I mean, it looks like the way that, it, the way that this area is, is almost circular. And it's not. But the way that the trees were and the lights were, it looked circular. It looked like a landing pad, to be completely honest. And we were just like, <laughs> we were just like, this is crazy. Um during this period, and this isn't exactly when it happens, but the thing that we had noticed over the over the course of two days, this is a two-day story. Uh, hopefully it won't literally take two days. I'll, I'll try to be I'll try to be good about this. Um, the, one of the things that we realized is that every time that one of these uh, beings are showing up, it's preceded by what we call elementals. And the elementals are like, they could be fairies. They could be these little uh, creatures that are flying. And you don't mess with, you don't mess with elementals, first of all, but they are grounded with the earth. They are, they are, you know, part of, of what makes up the earth. And they are, uh, they, they have a specific task. They're not here to get into your business. They just, they are here for their own purpose, whatever. I do believe, and I think we are in some sort of agreement, the, all of us who went out to uh, that uh, Fort Duffield is the name of the place. I think we're all in agreement that everything that we had seen over the course of the two days was uh, preceded by elementals. And so there is something, you know, that there is some sort of like uh, elevation of, of, of ex existence, I think, that, that comes along with this. Uh, but we didn't see anything, and then a bunch of them took off. And Char and I are walking in the, the in this area that is the that is that is leading up to the that memorial place, okay, the side of Fort Duffield. And when we'd walk, there's there's like a wall of forest. When we're walking, something's walking in the forest with us. When we stopped, it stopped. We start up again. It starts up again. When we stop, it stops. You get the drift. That's a little bit off-putting. And so we, we just we. I mean, we're just we're just you know, flying high, quite frankly, because of what we experienced here. And we so we are just sitting here, just trying to kind of figure out what's what did we see, what's going on. 
we go to the other side of Fort Duffield and we we're trying to reach out to spirits and stuff and you know just can't get any of this out of our heads of what happened and we uh we I mentioned that there's some buildings there was like a deck and I think that would probably added afterwards or something I don't quite know but we're all sitting around up there we smell candy like old time candy uh and uh Shar and Ernie looked it up and they were they're talking about what it was um at that point we heard a, a yell and this is a yell that is um not human and uh it it is i can't replicate it but i can tell you that that was that was something else that was something else i don't want to say it was scary but it kind of was i mean just and I, I really feel like it might have been like, you guys just go, go home. Because uh, it was late. It was like two or something in the morning. And uh, it, it, was, it, was in, it was insane. It was incredible. It was a privilege to be able to experience that. So then the next night, we go to a location that I've been asked not to name. And, uh, and by the way, Duffield is buddied up to... Um, Fort Knox, just so you know, just, I mean, it, 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 I'm not saying that there's a connection, but I just want to kind of let you know, because it, it, it is buddied right up to it. And so, uh, the next night we were somewhere else and, uh, Greg Yost, who knows what, um, it, it wasn't a whoop. It wasn't a whoop, uh, Emily. Um, but, uh, so we're, we're there the next night and it was, uh, um, it was insane. We, we, there was a gifting stump, which you'd leave food for. And that's where we saw the first tree that was bent over. Like someone just pushed it over and it just at the base, it just kind of created like a, a bend opposed to a break. And so you have that. And then after that, um, we're, we're around there trying to reach out. Now, for those who know me, I do spirit box work. That's a little piece of paranormal equipment. I'm starting to learn really fast that it doesn't, you're, that you're looking for energy using this box. You're not looking for ghosts. There's so much, it's such a bigger world than that. We go back and um, <coughs> Greg is, Greg's approach, Greg Yost's approach is my forest friends. I am, we're here. We want to talk to you. You remember me stuff like that and the way he does it you're kind of like what's going on here until you start seeing the the forest light up with eye shine and different colors and so we're talking we're trying to reach out we're hearing stuff moving in the background and then something happens that i'll never ever forget in my life and then what happened is that a big palm hand palm hits the left back side of my head and just stays there for about a second and releases. It's a palm, somebody's palm. And it's not, it's not a human hand because it covers like the back of my head. You get my drift? So I look, and the only person next to me is Brad Webb, who you may see on the uh, chat here once in a while. He was with us. And I look back because the first thing I was like, well, did I walk into a tree that I didn't uh, know was there because I tried to take really good care of of where I am and like to know where I'm at. So if I walk into something, there there wasn't anything behind me. And and Brad is like, well, 
what, what's wrong? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so something touched me. And it was he's on my right side. What touched me was on my left. And uh, what what then happens, and Greg is like, he they like you. That's what he said. He's like, they like you. I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. And then uh, Ernie... Ernie, all of a sudden, after we start walking back, Ernie falls to his knees. It's like he got an electrical pulse, and it just took him down. And we we had to wait a couple minutes for him to kind of regain uh, his composure, but he was taken down, literally taken down by it. And we were just like, holy cow, what is happening? You know, what it, what is going on here? And no one felt threatened it just felt like that that was mine was was friendly i think his was friendly but overly friendly right there's 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 a lot to talk about here there's still a a lot to to unpackage and we're going to do that right so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the gifting stump we're going to talk about uh the the structures that we've seen there's a lot more ahead plus what you've written we're listening to ghost box radio on am 950 And don't forget that this is Listener Appreciation Month on AM 950. All this month, including all this week, we are going to be giving away great prizes, uh, thanking all of our listeners for uh, supporting us and being great people. And, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of my listeners are also out of Minnesota. I just want to thank you all very much for everything. Uh, Tomorrow we're doing a listener appreciation event that we have some people uh, that have listened that are joining. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with uh, some of these great people. Uh, Just so much going on. And it's been been real pleasure to do this uh, show on AM 950. And I just want to, not only is it listener appreciation, but I also appreciate the people within the station who have been very good at uh, helping me along and, and, and getting us to a point that uh, we are, uh, we're able to actually do this show reasonably well. So I appreciate that very much. I also want to point out tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a replay Wednesday. Uh, we're going to have the return of Debbie, also known as refined divine who uh, we kind of blew away the internet a couple weeks ago when she did one question readings we're going to be doing that again on Wednesday. And also I'm thinking about it as I'm doing this story about uh, my Sasquatch experience. I don't know how many of our uh, responses to the questions that we have at different places, how many of those I'm going to get to today. If I don't get to many, I will read them on Casual Friday. So, uh, And then you can also share your experiences as well. Uh, but I do want to make sure that I read everybody because a lot of people put in some very good, uh, you know, good responses, put their feelings in there. I really appreciate that. You can once again put your, uh, what, what you think, you can put it into the comments here as well. I can see that uh, there's a few of you who are really enjoying this story, and I appreciate uh, that you are, are listening and taking part, and it, it's, it's, it's a life-changing story, and I will continue it right now that uh, you know we, we had this experience. And I do have to say, this area that we're at, had like it did it it was kind of at the it was at the edge of a camping site no one else was around there but meanwhile when we were back there uh doing 
the our thing where we had those Sasquatch experiences, we Char is off somewhere else, like not far, but she's looking in another area where there's a road and cars would drive by. And when a car would drive by, the flashlight, the flashlight, my goodness, the headlights would show there's a lot of people walking around. And when the when the car went by, there was nobody there. So that's something else too. The very, very incredible. Uh, just in in ridiculous. And so when we were getting out of that area, I had my spirit box with me. And like we talk about this, I shine. And I'm looking into the forest and right in front of me, probably about, I don't know, seven to 10 yards away from me, there's some I shine. And I turn on the box. Can I communicate with, with this person? And I said, we're here to uh, communicate with you. I have no, I want to do nothing more than communicate uh, and say anything. And I just felt compelled. I said, we love you. I just want to let you know we love you. And the eye shine disappeared. And then it showed up. I said it was like seven to ten yards away. It showed up about three to five yards away. It got closer. And through the spirit box said, I love you. What is that? That's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. And so, uh, and the eye shine all night was, was, was everywhere. And so we decided that we're going to go uh, other places in this area. And so what uh, Greg and, and Ernie and Denise did is that they left, there's this, what was called the gifting stump. And the gifting stump is this, this, you know, stump of wood that they would leave treats for our Sasquatch uh, friends, our forest friends. And uh, they, the, there was one was like a granola bar still wrapped up in its, in its packaging and we got into some cars and we started driving around and we stopped somewhere else. And um, it was like a road that had kind of a bit of a cliff to it. Like not so much a cliff, but a very steep hill. And trees were growing out from it and they're coming up and they're much taller than us. And we stopped this road. There is nobody around. It's just us. It's around two, three in the morning. And it's just absolutely nothing going on there. And you look up in the trees and there's eye shine. They are there as well, and they're watching us. And one threw something at Denise and myself. And then there was more down further this, the road where uh, everyone else was. Because Denise and I got out of the car, and we just were like, "Let's go see what's up here." You know, we're just it's once again. I I'm afraid of my own shadow. But this was a situation like you you got to take it. you got to go with it. You, this is not the time to be like, well, I hope, it's, I hope I'm okay. You just go. You know, this is, this is what it's about. This is what I got into this for. And so running with her, and we're, at, we're stopping and just staring, and all of a sudden you just look up and you're like, the tree is, this is, this is going to be a hard one for you to, to swallow, folks. The tree is full of them. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're watching us. And then there's a point that they weren't. And how do I know this? 
because I could see through the trees, like the the leaves. It wasn't all dark up there. The, you could see the rest of the light, less of the, sorry, the, the night through the trees. And that's incredible. That's, that's crazy. Um, and, uh, and the eye shine stopped. So you're like, well, what happened to them? Did you see them crawl down? That's my point. They're interdimensional. They do not crawl. They do not. They just appear and disappear. Okay. That's going to be a hard one for you to understand folks. It may be, I should say, it may be hard for you to understand. They just disappeared. And so, uh, we go back to the gifting stump. Everything is taken. Everything is taken. And um, so it's like, well, first of all, earlier, we're at our picnic table. We had some Funyuns and stuff like that, bags of chips. The raccoons got there, and they tore it all apart all over the place. So it's like, well, maybe that was raccoons that took the gifts. No, because, because there is a... Um, if like you pick up, there was a wrapper for that granola bar. I told you about that granola bar. There's a wrapper. And what it looked like with the wrapper is that, uh, that you pick it up and it looks like that there was a sharp nail that just went alongside of the wrapper to open it up. They took out the granola bar and they put the, uh, the wrapper on the ground. And so, uh, what happened at that point was, um, there's also a marble that we had just kind of balancing that was not moved. If it was raccoons, that thing would have been long gone. This was something very different and, and a bit slightly elegant. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really unique. So we saw these structures uh, that uh, bent trees uh, forming a structure. These trees are forming a structure, okay? And like I said earlier, I thought maybe that meant that it was all about um, it was all about the uh, 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 you know the a place for them to nest. And it's like Greg was like, no, absolutely not. This is this is a warning. This is a warning to other beings that this is you know an area that humans come through quite a bit. Oh, okay, wow. Let's flash forward. That was June of last year. Let's go to August now, okay? And we're doing that event with Dave Schrader. Uh, some of you may remember that we did that over in Wabasha, Minnesota. And so a couple of us, after, after, the, after the day's event, it's like 3 in the morning, and we're just like, let's walk to the river. And you walk down to the river, and it's the Mississippi River. And on the other side of the river is Wisconsin. All trees. And uh, friend Kyle, he's just like, after after your experience in uh in Kentucky are you able do you think you're able to bring any sasquatch forward and um i'm like well i could try and i also took out some recordings that uh some believe might be them speaking i started playing it but i also did the greg yost thing of like my forest friends we are here in peace we want to we want to experience uh you being here. Uh, tree knocking started to start with. You know, tree knocking is a big uh, Sasquatch thing. Uh, then you heard a yell. Um, and then this was all coming from Wisconsin. Then there's something in the river that jumps up and slams back in. It could very well just been a fish. I don't know, but what the hell? 
what was that? And we all were just like, whoa, you know, we, we didn't know. Um, we went back the next night, but we went over to Wisconsin. We went to where we heard this stuff. And that was also like, not as, to me, it wasn't quite as active as um, the night before, but we were hearing stuff. I don't know what it is. And we recorded it. Um, that just was constant, just constant, uh, some animal of some kind making some kind of noise that we don't, we didn't know what it was. Not that we are, you know, you know, animal experts by any stretch of the imagination, but we, we really didn't know what it was. Um, and I'm not even going to get into the stuff that Shar experienced or, uh, which on a number of occasions now she has been trying it. Uh, that's not my story to tell but it's a good story. We'll have to have her on to tell that story because it's, it's incredible. And that is all off the principle folks of calling them to you using intention, using peace and love, using it as calling forth energy, the way that a paranormal investigator would call forth the spirit to communicate the way that we've talked about now about how we want to reach out to aliens. Let's bring them forward to communicate don't you see? It's all energy. That's all it is. It's all energy. None of it's different. The approach is not different. Um, it, it, none of the approach is different. And uh, that's, that's the exciting thing about this, is that you, you approach it all the same way. And, you know, just remember, folks, paranormal is not about spirits. Paranormal is about pseudoscience. Paranormal is about this area of undefined beliefs. And that is what this is. This is why they're all together. And that's just three of many things that fall under the paranormal ring that fall under energy. And that's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, it's all about energy. It's about your energy reaching out to someone else's energy. And if they don't feel you're going to vibe with them, they're not going to take part. So for those who've been looking around for years and years and years and years, to bring forth a Bigfoot, and they haven't done so, it's probably because you think they're an animal. It's probably because you, you see them as just someone, something trying to elude you. And maybe it's that maybe you try it only if you could really think that you, you believe in this. It's also a matter of how you do it with uh, actually being sincere to bring that energy forth. That's the way I see it. And that's, I'm not the only one, you know, Char, Ernie, Denise, I mean, this is, this is, and obviously started with, with Greg Yost. I mean, to me, it's just a revelation. That's what I see. And um, when I see the picture, uh, Todd is on here, I think, uh, maybe he's still listening, that he did, he was able to restore a picture of, uh, of the one from the Patterson Gimlin film, it's it's a it's a mother. That to me just bolsters that um, that belief. It truly does, in my opinion, that it's energy, it's good energy, and uh, that it's something to uh, something to kind of keep in mind. That's it, it's it, it was a turning point last year in my life about how all of this works. You know, and I had been doing this for many, many years, and this is where I just like I get it now. I understand, and so I, I just that makes me happy. 
that makes me happy. It makes me feel more fulfilled as uh, not even an investigator. I don't even know if I can call myself a paranormal investigator anymore because it's more of like kind of an experiencer. And I don't mean it in the sense of like the experiencers on, you know, TikTok and whatever. I mean, I'm experiencing what 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 communication is, how we take it to the next level. And there's just so much um, with that. And Todd, I think you're, I think you say it right. They live in real harmony with this planet more so than we ever could. And I think that's what we are. That's what's being missed here. You know, that's, that's what's not, um, that's not what people are understanding, I think. And, and that's what needs to change. And I think that that's what people need to do if they want to have a shot. And that's probably very poor. (laughs) That's probably very poor wording, actually if they want to have a chance to actually see one of these beings um, or experience. And I guess the question is, what's too much? What's enough? I mean, what I experienced in June is more than I ever thought I'd experience in my life, to be very honest. I've been blessed with that moment. And I was blessed with this large hand cupping my head, kind of like, what do we have here? You know, and it wasn't, it wasn't scary. It wasn't, negative it just what it was uh this uh this being who just wanted to know a little bit more about me and i love that that is exciting my dear friends thank you for uh indulging me tonight talking about this experience who knew we weren't going to get to any of the responses let's do that friday there's so much going on. Please join me Wednesday as we talk with Refined Divine. One question readings. For those of you coming out to the listener appreciation event uh, tomorrow, I hope to see you there. You guys are amazing. You make my heart full. We'll see you on Wednesday. Everyone, have a great night. <laughs>